What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to episode 113 of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my super excited about mods friend, Wink. What's up, dude? Oh, man. There is so much talk about this week. I'm pretty excited. Uh, We're going to go down the rabbit hole and see where it leads. How are you? I mean, there's so much information about mods today that we have to go over that it, ga- it literally gave you a headache, didn't it? Oh my God. Yes, pretty much. Now, uh, <laughs> I do have a total headache from hell. My allergies have just been just killing me the past two days. It's awful. So uh, if there's any sneezing or coughing, I should be able to cut the coughs out with the mute button, but, uh, you know, the I'm going to blow my nose once or twice, and I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. We'll we'll watch for that. That'll be the cue to uh, to take a sip. Return. So, uh, did you know today's a holiday? Uh, no. It is. It's Vacation Eve. Vacation so, Eve. Wow, that's very exciting. Yeah. I'm nice. pretty excited about that. So, uh, come tomorrow, I'll be on a plane across the country, and... Uh, then but come Sunday, disconnected from the world for about a week, and I could not, I cannot wait. Make it, it happen now, please. It do, That does sound pretty amazing. Well, well uh, you yourself did it recently, so you know. <laughs> I, do, I do. It's it's quite nice when you get the chance to get away for a little bit and, you know, just go relax and have some fun. So hopefully, hopefully you get to do that. Well... I hope so too, and this this is a nice transition here. When you, so I, I I have this vacation, and then I have a bu- a business trip coming up at the end of the month, and you know what happens when these things happen? You get out of your norm for podcasting or doing uh, you know true. anything because taking my compass and my Spark XL and all of my microphones. Kind of podcast a hassle. equipment gets yeah, it's a, it would be a massive hassle. But the good news is, and we've talked about this on on our Discord and on Twitter. You did a nice review of this, but we wanted to throw this out there real fast. That Blue Mics, our sponsor, came out with a new mic this week called the Yeti Nano. Now it is it is it's basically the Yeti, only it's the a smaller version. It's a 
got a little cheaper price tag, and uh, it ha of, has two of the four different mic patterns that the original Yeti has. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that thing is – it's got a nice mute button on the front with a LED on it to show you when it's muted and it's not, which is very helpful for people like me that forget oh, to unmute. Oh, yes. That is for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. If you are interested in becoming a streamer or a podcaster, any of that kind of stuff, I encourage you to go check out bluedesigns.com. Check out their new mic that came out last Tuesday. We got it on Tuesday as well. We've been playing with it. I love the thing, and I can't wait to it's take awesome. it on my business trip so that we can keep this show going. So go check that out while you're at Blue Designs. If you do buy something, use the discount code SOPOD and you will get 20% off whatever you buy, which is a very good chunk of change. Total bargain. Um, yeah, total, total, totally worth it. So go check that out from Blue Designs. Really good microphone. Now, Heck yeah. continuing with the Blue Designs theme, we had a community contest this past uh, 10 days, basically, the 20th to the 30th. And the, the challenge was to invite your friends or if you've never joined the Discord and you are a listener, uh, to join the Discord finally and get in there and start talking with us. Um, I'm happy to say that, uh, I'd say about 75 or something like that. I can't remember the number. I But 75 new people joined in the last week, wow. 10 days. And uh, yeah, it's been rocking. You guys have been awesome. showing up and uh, kind of made this hard for us. But I did bring it down, kind of did it a... Uh, a flip a coin tournament style, and it came down to two people Ooh. for the uh, the two people for the Midnight Blue Yeti and Overwatch bundle, and that Very those exciting. two people were BMZR from the Shattered Order from our guild, and also Supreme Vengeance, also been hanging out in Discord with us like BMZR, and uh, yep. So to Supreme Vengeance happiness, he was the one that won the coin flip. BZMR, I'm sorry, you just got beat out. Luck of the draw. But uh, congratulations to Supreme Vengeance for winning our community contest. Uh, we'll get, get in touch with you um, to get your information to make sure we can get you that stuff sent out. Heck yeah. Um, hopefully tomorrow. So cool. There you go. Sounds like a solid strategy, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. I agree, sir. Well, uh, you ready to talk some Swaga? I'm totally ready. Let's do it. Hey guys, what did you do in Swaga this week? Well, I didn't really do a whole lot other than hit 3.4 million GP thanks to a little change in the way GP's calculated on 5.mods. And I sliced some mods. I'll get into those here a little bit later. What about you? <laughs> All right, so I mentioned last week that I started a new project now that I'm done with my Ewoks. Oh, on the Ewoks thing, just let me just say this. Okay. I have been trying all day to beat the Mythic tier of that uh, assault battle. It's tough, with my man. All gear 12 Ewoks, and holy crap, cannot get past... Part four. Yeah, that part four Rigus is a... just destroys Yeah, like at least two people before I can even get him to half health. And I have not been able to kill him 
I try to focus the other guys and then go after him by using low gray to keep his turn meter down. But uh, no, gear 12 Ewoks still not happening. So that's not good. Really annoyed with that. But yeah, so the uh, since I moved on for the from the Ewoks, I've been working on my Night Sisters to either try the gosh, what is the name of that team? It's not Snowstorm. Something Storm uh, in Danger uh, Storm. Is that what it is? Even that doesn't sound right. I don't. I don't know. It's something Storm mm. from, but it's a Phase Three team using the Night Sisters that just looks super awesome. Yep. Uh, I want to either do that or Phase Four. So I've been working on my Night Sisters. Uh, something that I never ever thought would happen. The first Night Sister I got to Gear Twelve was Talia. Wow. One of the first characters I got in the game almost two years ago. So very that interesting. Is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so surreal at this point watching talia turn gear 12 but yep on to daca now so hopefully i'll have her gear 12 soon and uh yeah just knocking out the night sisters now but the i also used a zeta this week so now last week i zeta dissage's leader now i have a zeta dissage's unique and uh the next one i'm probably going to do even though you don't like it is daca only because and I haven't done. I didn't do that first, only because I don't have not, zombie at uh, seven star yet. I think I'm at thirty five out of one hundred right now. So gotcha. So the team really won't even function that greatly until uh, until I get to that seven star. But that's fine. Totally fine. Yeah. I had a question. Curiosity. What's what gear level is your zombie? What gear level did you realize you should stop when you realized well, they did it didn't gear? I took my zombie to gear seven because I wanted to be able to use it in territory wars. So I just kind of left it there. I think mine's at gear seven or eight, something like that. But it's funny because, you know, I got that green gear slot plus <laughs> always green on that last piece. She needs to go to the next gear label. And since I'm, I've got her as a favorite right now, sometimes I have to keep myself from forgetting to not, just put her at the next gear level. Yeah. Super annoying. But, you know, that's pretty much all I've done this week. The, uh, you know, work on my night sisters. I, I can't, I switched up my farming, but I think we talked about that last week. I've been farming L2 or L3 Lando and the millennium Falcon. Um, range trooper Rose and who's that dude, but not Bosk. Zombie. I'm farming zombie and then I'll move to Bosk. But nice. Yeah, it's just beating down those things and gearing people up. That's all I've been doing this week. There wasn't any territory wars. There weren't any light side territory battles. So nope. just kind of playing the events as they came and gearing things up. So indeed. That's been my not too bad. Indeed. So we had another shattered order pull. Yeah, we did. I thought I saw you move to click a, a sounder for a no, second. No, no, I, I don't have one. Can you sing me one real quick? No, I have a headache. I don't want to give myself <laughs> more of a headache. <laughs> and the rest of us? And the rest of you, yes. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see here. Shattered Order poll. This week I named it the... Uh, What's going on here? What am I looking at? Oh, the slice of heaven. 
having to deal with uh, the mods and mod slicing. Um, so we're up to 91 responses again this week. You guys always knock it out. So it's good to have all those, all that information to look at when we do this. But the first question I asked was, mod prices scale up with the tier of the mod. Are you happy with the prices? Basically, at the at the, from gray to green, it takes one, and it takes a smaller amount. Green to blue takes two. The number goes up a little bit until you get to, you know, purple to gold takes even more. But uh, yeah, so the prices kind of scale as with what you're doing. And basically the question was, did you think that worked? Do you think that was cool? Are you happy with it? And 27% uh, said yes, and 22.5% said no. So basically almost split between people's views on the prices. And then a 50% of people said that they needed more time to decide, which makes sense. It's only been out since 11 a.m. today, right? Yeah. So... Once you start figuring out how many of these you can do a week and right at how it's hours. working for you, yeah, you'll start figuring out whether you like those prices or not. Indeed. I, I think that uh, we'll talk about this a little later in the update, but I think that those the drop rates on those things is actually pretty decent. So I yeah. don't think it's going to hurt those prices that bad. That's why I think the that's why I said yes, just because of the uh, drop rates. Yeah. Fair enough. So. Yeah. Next question was, which primary stat are you looking to slice first? I uh, listed every type of primary stat there is. And, uh, you know, so this is just which ones are you looking to uh, slice first? And not surprisingly, zero people chose crit avoidance or accuracy. So, <laughs> wow. Interesting. I kind of thought we'd get one or two just to troll the poll, but uh, that didn't happen. So. Those two, none, not even surprising, but kind of surprising. No, not really surprising for a primary. The number one thing that people were looking to slice first was offense. So 43 responses. Uh, second was health, actually, which makes sense with all the health buffs and everything else that's going on. I right actually now thought in the game. it would be first. Should be, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Third, so health was 36 votes. Speed was actually 35 in third place, uh, which doesn't, it's kind of weird that that's even at the top because I don't think that I'm going to be slicing my uh, speed primaries first. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think Arrows. the only reason to slice those would be is if you like the secondaries, in my opinion. We'll, we'll dig into this here before too yeah, long. Yeah, exactly. Though. Second place was crit damage with 21. Third place was crit chance with 15. Then defense with 11. Defense beat out protection with 6. Potency with 3. And tenacity with 1. Tenacity is kind of low. I actually am really digging tenacity lately. Yeah, me too. I've got like 140-something percent on my Darth, so or Darth Nihilus. It's quite nice. Yeah, it's it's. If my Darth Nihilus does not get uh, his cooldowns increased, that would be fantastic. Thank you. But yeah, definitely. This next question the of that happening for sure. Yeah, it's that or if if 
Thrawn can avoid being uh, stunned all the time to the point where he's just there to die, that would be fantastic as well. Yeah. So, secondary stats, are you, what secondary stats are you looking to slice first? This one, no surprise at all, especially considering people popping up their mods in, uh, in chat today. Yeah. Yeah, I was not surprised that this was number one. 77 out of 91 responses say speed secondaries is their number one concern. And uh, it doesn't seem like the chances of that proccing is too bad. I mean, I sliced three mods and all three of them, or not all three, two out of the three had the speed pop. So I did four and I had three of the four have the speed proc. So it's it's random, but... We got lucky this time, which means we're going to be yeah. unlucky a lot a lot of times in the future, so get prepared. Yeah, day one, luck. The luck starts. The rest of the time, frustration. But uh, second on that one was offense with 36. Third, offense percent with 23. That, that I find of interesting. Offense, did you see that mod that I posted in Discord just before we started? Uh, yes. I have no triangles. I don't have any triangles with good speed, so I bought one with five speed on it and offense and took it to level 15 and offense procced all four times. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's why I asked if you saw it because I, I tagged you on it. it. It went up to a... So it's still a good mod. Speed never procced, but it's... Let's see here. 146 offense. Yep. <laughs> that instantly becomes, I think, my second offense mod to a 148. That's pretty good. It's kind of a shame that it's a crit chance primary rather than crit damage primary, but still quite good. Oh, could you imagine? Crit damage set, yeah. crit damage primary, 148. That would have been amazing. Those are the ones you look for. I'll, ta yeah. I'll take it, though. I'll take it. The uh, So fourth was crit chance. Fifth was health. So... Health was second on primary, but only fourth on secondaries. And then you got protection at five, and then a lot of twos. So protection percentage, potency, and tenacity. And no one was worried about defense percentage for uh, secondary not, stats. Not too surprising, though. Nah. You know, I think once we get further into this update and we see what defense does for teams, then we'll probably be in a much better place or to figure that out. So yeah, for sure. Faux show. And then the next question is what tier of mod are you focusing your slicing efforts on first? I thought this was an interesting question because I was not going straight for purples. I think mine were actually going for those blues that I had on my um, yep. arena team. That's what I and did. The three that, yeah, so the three that I did were blues, and uh, the price on those isn't too terrible. Uh, you get the you get the procs, you get to see a proc right there, and you still have two others. So, yeah, that's I focused on the blues. But here's what everyone else said. So, thirty three percent said purple, and then thirty percent said the blues. So, interesting. Yeah, close to close to the same amount going for the purples <laughs> and the blues. Uh, 23% are going for gold first, trying to get those uh, six-dot mods. Yeah. And kind of surprising. So green had seven, 
Um, those are kind of cheap there, so I don't, I'm not surprised at that. But Grays, Grays with uh, four people. So I guess they're just looking to see what they can get to proc there. But I think once on a gray, once you get past like the first or second, it's just going to start to. It's just going to start to have diminishing returns. Yeah. Well, because the stats don't start out as high as as other. Yeah, it kind of depends. Um. So is that all the questions, or was there one more on there? There's one more, and then a fill-in. Okay. So the second to last question is, have you played with mod loadouts yet? 40, 55% of people said no, and 45% of people Interesting. said yes. So more people have said no. I'm on the no side uh, yet. I have had a busy day packing and all that kind of stuff, so I haven't had a lot of time yeah. to play. But so the first, my efforts were in slicing when I finally got in game. So That's I haven't played fair. with it yet, but let me just read a few of these randomly from what we got on thoughts on the system so far. The first person wrote neat. <laughs> Very detailed. I like it. Yes. Uh, it's a great help. I love it. Not bad. Good step in the right direction. So much to look over. Still waiting to see what salvage we can farm and what the cost is. Uh, question went, uh, by the way, this went out before the update did. So some of these. Yes, that went out this some morning. People, yeah, so some people didn't see how much mod slicing materials were to get and that kind of stuff. So uh, the filtering and sorting is great. I agree. The filtering and, filtering and sorting is great. And what's great about it is uh, that it views all your mods, even ones that are equipped. So I've actually found some mods I didn't even realize I had that were extremely good. So that's been extremely beneficial versus like Swagaga where it's only equipped ones. Yeah. Um, let's see. Easy system to use, complicated to implement. Seems like every character that would receive someone else's mods in a set would need a set of their own to make it easier to put the mods back on instead that no tune would ever be naked without mods for situations like arena teams and territory wars. But I could be wrong. Need more time to exper experiment these changes in different situations. That's the only thing I hate about these mod loadouts is I'm not going to use them a ton just because whenever I pull mods off a character, I'm going to have to go back and put mods back on them before we get to Territory War, and it's just kind of a pain. I wish there was like a default state that you could have your mods in and kind of resort back to that. Uh, you know, for territory war and stuff, but oh well. Yeah, it, it's it territory war is going to be the interesting part because you're probably not going to want to play with your mods before they lock in and then change them after that. Yeah. So, uh, this is my favorite comment. Um, where is it? There. It's early days, and I'm a potato. So. Sure. All right. <laughs> Ones here says too expensive, overwhelming, fairly good, too easy to blow credits, needs a duplication option. Uh, need more time to play around with it. Seems good, though, so far. Too early to tell, but first impressions, meh. Oh, wow. That can, that's well, not a normal uh, response there. Um, 
Yeah, that's kind of a terrible response. Why don't we... Uh, are there any other good ones you want to go over, or do we want to go ahead and move into the update? We can move into the update. There's a lot of... Uh... Well, here's the last one. Sexier than Leia in a metal bikini. How's that? That That's one we can finish on. <laughs> Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right, so there was obviously an update. The full Mods 2.0 update has gone live. Uh, last week they pushed out the first phase of it, which we didn't, which we were supposed to get the mod set bonuses. We didn't. Then I think it was Monday or Tuesday when they finally ended up pushing that out because that got delayed. So. There have been multiple updates this week, um, and they they added a lot. I mean, I I didn't see this coming. Did you? This week? Yeah, absolutely not. Wow, that was like out of left field for sure. But yeah. so was Thursday night's update at midnight. Like that randomly came out of nowhere too. So I guess I'm not really. I was surprised it happened, but now thinking back to that. I'm I'm not surprised that much either. I guess they just really wanted to uh, t- continue taking back August. Yeah, apparently so. That's a good point. <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought about that. Wow, nice. It's really trying to to line up that uh, when people think of August and updates, what they think of, and not well, no longer tank because CLS, you know. Um, CLS last year, you had the mods 2.0 this year now. Yep. So crazy. But yeah, that update came they out took of nowhere. Back o- Left field. They took back August for sure. Yeah, for sure. All right. So uh, as we get into this update, there are a few other things that unmod related that they added, which are amazing, absolutely amazing features. So there's a new shipment store. It's called the Weekly Shipment Store. And it has a variety of things in it. And it literally refreshes once per week, Thursday night. You can get two Omegas for 50,000 ally points. What do you think about that? Isn't that crazy? People kept uh, dogging on me in chat today because of, you know, the last two podcasts I've been eating up ally coins while we uh, do the podcast. But the thing is... In all that time of me doing it for my 1.2 million ally coins, I only got down to 400,000. So I still have 400,000. And here's the thing. It's a weekly thing, right? Yeah. And you still gain a ton of ally coins a week, like almost enough to probably buy this once a week. So I will never miss my two Omegas. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty nice to have something useful. Well, let me... Oh, the hiccups. Let me just say this. Bronziums were not not useful. So not not. Bronziums were useful. Like if you had the time to spend to spend all of that on those bronziums, you could get uh, a lot of shard shop currency, a lot of the lower gears so you never have to farm them again and stuff. It's just spending them that was annoying, right? Yep. Now you can bust 50,000 in a pop and get two Omegas and two Omegas is is huge because oh yeah people will spend twelve hundred or sixteen hundred crystals on these omega packs to get you know what twenty of them yeah 
So if you look at the crystal price to what you're spending 50,000 ally coins on, it's pretty good. So it's a really good thing there. And then another awesome thing about that weekly store is that top row. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see what the refresh is for that top row because right, the first one had 20 uh, stun guns, or sorry, 20 stun cuffs and 20 carbontes. That's what mine each has for 1.4. Well. Yep, 1.4 million credits. And awesome, then, love that salvage. Going to take it every time. And then there's another one for five seemingly premium character uh, shards for a million credits. And mine was Visas. I don't know what yours was. Mine's Visas as well. Uh, other stuff right. in the store. It gives you a spot to finally buy ship ability Omega mats. Reinforcement materials, prestige. Uh, you can buy omegas, 1250 crystals for 10 of them. Not bad. Um, there is some stuff for slicing mods. There is uh, some gear 12 salvage. Quite a bit of stuff in there. Yeah, including, I think there's a gear, there's a gear 12 salvage part and a full gear 12 piece part in there too as well. Yep, indeed. So yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, so the other thing that I think is probably more exciting than that, uh, hard is nodes. Is that in the? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the hard nodes. They're back to eight, eight attempts yes! again. Rejoice, I'm everyone! So stoked for this, man. I because it's big. Holy crap! It's, yep. This is so, it's so weird, right? Five attempts. Seems like I only ever get one zombie shard. But when we had eight attempts before, it seemed like I was getting three and four <laughs> shards every day. Yeah. I know the odds are the same. I know the percentages are the same, but it just felt better. So yeah, it certainly I does. am super stoked for the eight notes to be back. I don't know how long they're going to be back, but I know that they are now, and I am taking complete and utter full advantage of that. Um yeah. The Night Sister farm no the Night Sister gear might even go on hold because I just start refreshing uh start refreshing these 100%. hard nodes. To I've get been refreshing hard nodes instead of the ten. I was refreshing it's, them when there were only five attempts, so I am super happy to be re refreshing them now. Yeah, for sure. It's just it's awesome. Indeed. So the uh I was going to say, I, I don't think it's even actually in the patch notes, but something that I found when I was playing around in the game and actually was kind of stoked about, just kind of a quality of life thing. If you go to the fleet store now, Zetas are not the last thing listed anymore. Top row, right in the middle. So if you're pretty much done with the fleet store, you can get your... Zetas without even scrolling. So, yeah, kind of doesn't matter, but it kind of is saves time and is less annoying. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Now, uh, for everyone in chat talking about Gear 12, uh, not Gear 12, but uh, 6E mods and Gear 12, that is a very interesting conversation, and I, believe me, we will talk about it here in a... Uh, few minutes when we get down to the mod section because I, for one, did not know what you're talking about until I read it in chat. Wink might have known. We'll find out. But uh, 
Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, um, thanks to Zara and Tarek Thorne, eight and nine month subs. Appreciate you guys. Um, let's see what else is down here. Let's see. Check the notes. Oh, this is a fun one. So, you know, when you have the daily guild activity, if it changes a tier, it would put that annoying red dot on your dailies for the day. And even if you had no dailies to collect, the dot would still be there. And it was just super annoying. Um, always clicked on it. Always annoyed when it wasn't something I needed. Uh, that is actually gone now. So that I'm pretty excited about. I don't know if this ever annoyed you, Wink, but it definitely annoyed me. Which part? So they the there were little red dot on the dailies that used to it's, pop up. When that was thing. literally my least favorite part of the game. Yeah, it's gone now. So yeah, that's... we can all throw a party and enjoy ourselves. Indeed. Very, very frustrating, to say the least. All right. Um, anything else that you that you generally want to cover about the update before we uh, before we get unbelievably nerdy? I think that uh, pretty much covers anything outside of mods from this update. So I am <laughs> I was super stoked to get nerdy with you on this because. I know how much you love mods, so... All right, let me play this real quick. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So, uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> we have big tips this week. Tips big out tips the wazoo. Big tips for everyone. Yes, tips... Okay, I'm not touching that. All right, um, probably wise. So... <laughs> Uh, I mean, there was, there was a lot to talk about, so, uh, we'll just kind of go in order of the simplicity stuff, and we'll go deep into the weeds on some of this stuff. My plan is to make a video about this, trying to make it concise and to the point, but I'll, I'll probably wait until I don't have a headache to finish that video, but I'm making progress. I, uh, I got my software for making videos, so I am, uh. Back on board. Hey, I'm excited. Me too. All right, so now whenever you go into mods, there is a basic and advanced view. What this is, is your basic is a suggestion of mods. And for each character, it breaks down a suggested mod set. Uh, you know, like Boba, for example, it's crit damage and crit chance. Those are two mod sets it recommends. So you have the suggested mod sets and you can auto-assign mods in which they take mods from your inventory and automatically assign based on that to mod your character. Now, most people listening to this podcast probably are not going to find this extremely useful outside of the fact of you probably have a lot of characters that you could probably put mods on now and because of how easy it is to move them around, you know, 
there's not really a downside to just putting uh, all of your mods on all your characters. Plus, it gives you a bigger inventory of mods. Because you so, can... No, sorry. As, Continue. You, you can only have 750 mods that are unequipped. So, being able to fill up all those other character slots super easily is nice. Plus, you don't have to unequip them to put them on a different character, which is probably the biggest thing that was preventing people from doing that before. Yeah, for sure. It was, it's paying twice to move them around before or even try to find them was annoying. The the only problem I have with the system is and it was bugged yesterday and I I have not tried it today was I have tons of triangles uh to use tons of them and i just want to put them on characters to get the gp and be done with it right yep but depending yesterday when it was still bugged i haven't tried it today so i don't know what it's doing today but yesterday if the mod said it recommended i didn't have any triangles left it would recommend not putting any mod on them at all huh so I was trying to just go through all my lower end characters that are level 53 and only 53 so I could put mods on them. And half of them, would it would recommend four mods or five mods or three mods or six mods. You know, it would give me a random number. It would never just fill them up. So I'm hoping after the bug was fixed that now if it's not in the – if you don't have the set that it needs that it will throw – just anything on them that works better for them. Like if it go, moves from primary stat or set bonus to yep. secondary stats or whatever. But yeah, cause at that point I'm going to have to go through everyone and start throwing mods on them anyway, without using the auto. And I thought that was what we were doing with auto. So yeah, I'll be interested to test that again. Uh, you know, in a week when I have my phone back. Nice. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, uh, sure. The next thing, <clears throat> or next thing is, there is a new level in the, bo- the mod mod battles. So, the mod battles were the completely worthless battles that no one did before. Once you went through them all, like, and literally, yeah. I mean, that, let me so ask you pointless. this: When was the last time you even clicked on that? Before today, it. I clicked on it earlier this week because I wanted to see what it looked like because I forgot. <laughs> if right. that answers and your before question. that it was like a year right it, yeah at least uh it's me to- too totally because worthless. i went in there and i'm like oh this is what this looks like and then it showed like one star mods and i'm like oh yeah. wow this is where we all began <laughs> so i like what they did here and that they made that useful you still have to get through the first eight levels to get to that ninth level which is where you have the mod slicing material and by the way i I keep planning on mentioning this, and I never do. If you need an ally, I know we have a lot of new players. My ally code is on our website under the host section. Go there and grab it. Add me. I believe it's 272797521, I believe is my ally code. Uh, Feel free to add me. I'll add anyone. Um, I set up my Treya as my leader in those mod battles. So if you're having any trouble with those... Grab my tray and see if it helps. Uh, but they're not too bad for the most part. The mod battles are fairly easy, especially if you have, you know, max characters, brigand mods. And they finally 
made it to where it's not just wasting a spot, you know, a spot on the screen of the game. So it's it's re- really good idea. I like that they did that. And the other thing that correlates with that is the mod energy. And the mod energy basically works the exact same way as regular energy, except it only ref- uh, you, you only get the free refresh once a day. Uh, at the noon time slot with the 45 crystals. But you get the 240 crystals every day just from the energy accumulating, which is really, really useful. Because uh, that, I mean, that comes out to, what, uh, 20 attempts on getting some of the salvage, which we'll dig into here in a second. But yeah, that is uh, quite nice. Did uh, you mention, so we're talking about the battles and the energy, correct? Did we talk about bonuses yet? Set bonuses? Bonus energy. Yes, yes, I mentioned it. Because I do not. You are thrilled I about mention it. My, I want to mention my, how I'm upset about this. Because... Okay. We had Cantina and regular energy at noon. They yep. added ship energy, and ship energy went to the 6 o'clock. And 9 o'clock is all alone in its lonesome with regular energy, and that's it. And I thought, okay, <laughs> so mods will go to 9 p.m., and then all will be right in the world. Well, it went to noon, and that sucks really, really bad for me because at least three or four days a week, I miss the noon energy because since I work nights, I sleep through noon and I t- completely miss that energy. So yeah, instead of getting it at 9 p.m. every day, like I thought I was going to be, now I'm missing three different energy types three and four days a week. I, I You've got to figure out a solution to that. That's a lot of stuff just going bye-bye. Uh, yeah, but uh, here's the problem. I sleep like a bear. And so uh, if anything makes noise in my house, I don't hear it. Yeah. If my alarm goes off, I throw it across the room and keep sleeping. And luckily my body builds a a timer and knows when to get up. Even with the alarm clock, I get up on time. But if I were to set an alarm clock at noon, most of the time that would be about two hours, two and a half hours into my night. And so uh, I, I just would not get up. And, uh, yeah, so it's just a nightmare for me. Yeah, I really sucks. wish that it had been at the 9 p.m. one. That's oh, I just can imagine. Of... So. Yeah. It, it is kind of a shame that they didn't do that. It would have been really nice had they made, you know, a little bit more of, I guess, wider variety of options there on that. But, you know, they didn't. Not much we can do about it. So, oh, well. Um, yep. So we talked about the material and mod slicing. Now it, it's it's time to get into a, some actual slicing. Uh, this is this is the stuff that we are so excited about that is super fun and is going to be changing things to some degree. Um. So, what well, before we do that, uh, just of things that we mentioned, and I, I'm sorry if I missed it because I was kind of off in chat land but the did you mention uh the guild store and the materials dropping there no 
I was going to okay, get so, in that whenever we get to there, but go ahead and mention it. <laughs> I'm looking at the notes. I didn't see it, so that's why I'm bringing it up. But the So in the guild store now, on the top row, the top thing for 450 guild currency, you can get, what is it, three of the gold mod slicing piece that you need to take a mod from five to 60. Indeed. So if you are into uh if you are looking to do that you should probably try to buy that every refresh or at least every one you can remember because it is going to take a while to build those up unless you're buying them for crystals in that weekly store and uh, you're going to want to get them as often as you can yeah for sure um i mean there's uh, let's go ahead and just dig into pricing because I think that's the really interesting thing. So whenever you go into these mod battles and you start looking at the salvage, uh, each each battle has a chance to drop three pieces. And it's not you get three or nothing. You can get zero, you can get one, you can get two, or you can get three. And so I think I've probably done, I mean, several hundred. Uh, probably 300, 400 maybe different sims of this. And it seems that the drop rate is a little bit over 100%. So maybe somewhere around 110%. So I'm just going to... Everything I'm about to say is based off 100% drop rate, which actually puts each individual salvage at about a 33% drop rate. So, all right. Uh, oh, b before we crawl down the rabbit hole, did you refresh your energy yesterday so you had a lot hanging out, ready to go? Had 680 or something like that ready to go. I, I was, yeah, I was refreshing. Just, you know, yeah, I had that red energy ready to go for sure. Yeah, well, that was smart. Uh, a lot of people may have not done that. I wish I would have bought all the 100 refreshes yesterday, too, because I actually ended up spending a 200 today. I was disappointed in myself. I spent some serious crystals on this mod stuff because I like slicing mods. It's kind of fun. So, like I said, every 12 energy that you spend gets you one salvage, which is 10 salvage for 50 crystals. So... That was kind of the basis I used when determining price of these things. So going from a gray mod to a green mod, slicing a gray mod essentially costs you 50 crystals based on drop rate and your refreshes. Um, I just calculated this off a 50 crystal refresh. If you use 100 crystal refresh, it doubles, obviously. Uh, green mods, to slice them, it's 100 crystals. Blue mods are 175. Purple mods are 250 crystals. So as you can tell, it es starts escalating up as you start uh, slicing higher and higher end mods. Um, but I don't think that's too expensive. Like, I'm actually pretty surprised with the price. What do you think? Yeah, it's not bad at all. It just depends on how how fast you want to do it and how many crystals you want to spend. If so, the only problem is 
with the crystal price also comes the the days between refreshes. Yes. Right. That's so the that's price the goes up. So the the price it's this price, but it's also spaced across a certain amount of days, or the price goes up the more uh, refreshes you do. So yes, the the price is good. It's just a time commitment waiting to get to those uh, to be able to slice those. And, and and you know, I'm not a very patient person, so really, a lot of times it'll probably end up uh, even higher than that. So yeah, um, but as a base. That is, it's just looking at it that way for sure. Really good pricing, I would say. Yeah. Especially for those blues. 175 crystals to move up to uh, purple seems like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of theories on what's the best value. Um, for me, I would say that uh, blue mods are the ones that are actually the most efficient and cheap, cheapest to level up because if you've been listening to us and you were getting mods that had, you know, speed secondaries that you like and stuff, you should have quite a collection of blue ones that already have, you know, speed secondaries in the teens. Now, well, let me just say this too. If you do the assault battles, you probably have a lot of them too, because oh, yes, all of that's those blue mods that we were getting over and over, like in large amounts, a lot of them had speed on them, and a lot of people leveled up, leveled up those speeds. So, whether you, as long as you were leveling your mods, whether you were buying them from the mod shop or getting them from that event, you were set up for this perfectly, for sure. And you know, there was a. There's obviously a credit difference between getting green and blue mods before, but the green and the blue mods both had the same chance to proc that secondary multiple times based on the way it works out. So if you have a blue mod that is already in the teens, it's only 175 crystals to get it to purple and give it another chance to proc. Versus if you have a green mod, at this point, you have the diminished chance because it's, you know, only a 25% chance it's going to increase because you had the 100% chance in the beginning. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting that one to purple is 275 crystals. So I definitely think that the most efficient way is to worry about getting your blue up to purple first because purple to gold is 250 crystals. That's pretty expensive. You can get more, uh, you know, you, you have more opportunities if you'll do blue and get those, all the blue ones that you have leveled up before you start worrying about getting the purples to gold. Because the only reason to really worry about getting purples to gold, like if you have a mid-teen purple, eh, you know, it might not be that great of an investment. Now, if you have one that's 20 speed or something, yeah, by all means, go for it. But for the most part, people should be looking at their blue mods and focusing on slicing those up just because you should have a collection of them. Yeah, for sure. I know that I have a ton of them. Yeah. My arena team was, once the mod changes, that was the mod two change, right? Is the color change or mod one change on uh, yes. Thursday last week, the color change. Yep. Looking at my arena team, all the blues on them just to get the 14 speeds and the the 15 speed mods. Yep. And so something else that's kind of interesting is like going forward now from this point, whenever we look at mods, 
anytime you think about buying a purple mod, just remember it's going to be another 175 or sorry, it's another 250 crystals on top of whatever you're getting to take a purple to gold. So if you're spending, what is it? 3 million credits for a purple. You're also spending another 250 crystals to slice that up to gold. If it ends up being a good mod. Um, so I definitely think this is why gold mods have kind of taken back over as the mods to buy. You should be looking for them because uh, they're... You caused me to lose my train of thought. Sorry. Where was I going with that? Um, yeah, so anything you want to say about the slicing cost of these? Nope, I think it looks good. I am happy with the drop rates. Uh, I remember the first few I did, I actually had more. I had more mod salvage drop than the amount of battles I did. So I felt pretty good yeah. about that. That ha that happens actually, pretty often. Yeah. So that that made me feel pretty good uh, about the pricing. Um, sure, some of them take 35, and that might take uh, a refresh to get there. But the pricing overall and the amount of drops you get, I think is it's 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 better than I thought it would be for sure. When yeah. I saw those pictures of the 30 needing 30 to uh, slice a mod up, I thought that those 30 was gonna take you know a week to get that 30, but to be able to yeah. do it within like a day or two is is totally fine. Uh, I, did you see the glitch that was happening with mod or health mod primaries? No. So there was, there was a glitch before the update today where primary mods that are health primary mods that were the plus, and I think it was only the ones that were health bonus as well, they would show up as you would need 40... 40 gold, 40 gold, and then the 20 gold that, you know, you need anyway. So there were two salvage that we don't even have in game that we haven't seen that required 40 of in order to slice. And I kind of think that that's probably going to be the price to slice gold, or sorry, 6E mods up to like 6D and 6C, etc., Hmm. I did not see that. I'm gonna have to look this up then, because I'm now. You got me curious. Yeah, it's. Where did you see it at? Uh, everywhere. Reddit, Discord, lots of places. Um. So yeah, I, interest. I kind of think that will probably be the next phase of mods at some point. I I doubt we'll see that soon because this has already added a lot on the plate, and so I guess you should explain a little bit more detail on why you want to slice mods what slicing is uh when you when you level up a mod oh real quick before i dig in this we should also point out the other <laughs> obvious change they made with mods is you can actually see how many times the secondary stat prompt uh you know in little parentheses off to the left that's the number of times that that secondary has increased so uh, you know, just a gray mod that's level 15, it will have a one next to all those because those all increased one time. You got them, that's 
that's their initial increase. So I think that is a really great feature. The fact that you can actually see that, uh, very useful. Um, I literally don't remember where I was going. Where was I going, Dan? You know what? It's your story, bro. Good <laughs> lord. Um, I don't know. I'm letting you drive this bus. I'm just uh, along for in the a ride. Chair, along for the ride. Yeah. So, uh, oh, secondary stats. That's where I was going. So when you when you level, uh, you know, a gold mod, every when you hit level three, level six, level nine, level twelve, it increases secondary stat until you get uh, four additional stat increases as you go up. And that's all slicing does in general. Slicing just increases one of your secondary stats. That is the only thing that it does on uh, mods that are not gold. So you want to be pretty particular about which mods you increase. Make sure it has... Make sure you're spending these resources on mods that have good secondaries that you want. Uh, and not, you know, like crappy mods that you may not use or something along those lines. You'll have plenty of time to do that in the future. You will have a ton of extra time, for sure. So, let's say, for example, if I... if you. Get in the game, you go to your mods, go to your characters, start looking around. A good good place to start, what I would do, what I suggest people do, is start looking at mods that are blue already. Um, for example, I just opened up mine, and I have a blue speed set bonus, health primary with 14 speed on it that R2 has. It will cost me 175 crystals, to gamble on increasing that speed one more time. Um, you know, on mods like that, that's a pretty good investment in my opinion. Uh, I mean, this is obviously where the game's going because you want to get those better secondary stat increases. But uh, start, start with the blue mods and then start working your way up. For the most part, I'm not even worrying about taking any gold mods to six star, um, which is the next thing we're going to talk about. Gold mods going to six star. The price for this is pretty expensive. It is over 2,000 crystals to take a, a mod, a five star mod that's gold up to a six star. Uh, there are 50 salvage of two different pieces that are on the two 14 energy nodes at the end of the mod battles. In conjunction with the 20 gold pieces that you need from the shop that you can get for 1,500 crystals. What were you about to say? You had a thought. Well, there's another downside that they were talking about in uh, the podcast chat earlier with taking a mod from 5 star to 6 star, or 5 dot to 6 dot. And that is apparently, if you have a six dot mod, it can only be equipped on gear twelve characters. Really? So if you have, if you take one of your favorite arena mods to six dots, uh, it will only be able to be put on gear twelve arena. Really? Characters from then on. Is yes. is that a bug or is that uh, working as intended? 
I don't know. I just know that's the way it's working right now. That is very interesting. Yeah, uh, Drew Nuts, I think it was Drew Nuts, uh, broke the news to Elon earlier, and he went and tested it. And, uh, yeah, that's the way it works. Huh. So. Very interesting. Yeah. Huh, indeed, because... You're not... So... Don't be... You're not, that is going to... That... If it's working as intended, that is going to be definitely be a way that to have drawbacks to three star Bastilas in the uh, the arena in the future when all your dots are six when all your mods are six dot and you can't gear your three star character correctly or mod them correctly. Yeah. So. Well, uh, Joker mentions that uh, there was an in-game message about this. And he confirms that it is for only seven-star characters, which is pretty interesting. I totally missed that. Uh, yeah, totally something that I caught out of chat today, and uh, definitely something no one's—I haven't heard anyone talk about. So interesting to hear for sure. Yeah, and that's pretty important because you know, <clears throat> right now there's a big chance that you can, you know, be using a character in your arena team that's not gear twelve, that's not seven-star. And that would really put a damper on things if you leveled up a mod that you couldn't, you know, have on them already. That yep, is fascinating. Sure. So, so if you are slicing your five-star mods, five-dot mods, I don't know why I keep saying star, five-dot mods to six-dot mods, you are sacrificing your ability to use those mods on anything less than gear 12. Now, if you have, if you're, if... Pretty much everything you are wanting to use in the arena is gear 12, then you're probably going to be okay. But do you want, that will also mean that if you buy a character or unlock a character and farm them up to 7-star, you're probably not going to want to even throw them into the arena before they get to that gear 12, only because of that. Unless you have decent 5-dot mods still to put on them until you can put those 6-dot mods on, but... Yeah, this is an interesting one for sure. And that what, I, that's it's weird that we didn't hear or remember that until we were reminded today. Yeah, that's so. that's pretty crazy. Uh, it's super super interesting. But one thing to note is, like we said, it's not cheap to get them to six dot, and the salvage material that. Uh, the gold salvage that you need, you can actually get that with guild store currency. It's 450 currency for three pieces, which equates out to 3,000 guild store currency for the 20 pieces you need for one mod. So, basically 580 crystals and refreshes plus 3,000 guild store currency or 1,500 crystals, and you can get a mod to 6 dot. Just make sure it's a 7 star character you're putting it on. Yep. Do you have any mods that you are currently wanting to take to six dot or no? Uh, I do actually, and it is a it's on it's actually on my RGT. Okay. And it is let's see, it's my <laughs> it's not it's my highest speed mod. And that's why I want to do it. Wow. Actually, that is that's a bad reason well, to do it because it's only going to go up one speed, correct? 
Yes. Oh my god, my dog is going to yeah. drive me nuts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's never mind. I don't know. Uh, I got some. I got a mod tonight that might be good to go up, and that is the uh, the 148 offense triangle I just got. That is a pretty um, sweet mod. I have another. I have another offense mod that would do um, really well as well. Let me see if I can find it. We'll use that cool sorting feature that we have now. Um, so one thing to mention, whenever you're looking at figuring out which mods you want to spend all those resources on and take to six star, because there's so limited resources, you're not going to be able to do it super often. What you probably need to be doing is focusing on either a primary stat in conjunction with a secondary stat that you like, or, you know maybe a speed primary or a square or a diamond that has secondary stats that you like. Be very particular about how you spend these resources. Uh, the stats that I'm primarily looking for whenever taking a mod from 5 star to 6 star is going to be offense percentage. That's going to be a huge determining factor. Health primary because it basically triples uh, I mean, that's those are huge amounts, and you want to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. So, in general, I would not suggest that people do arrows because it's only two speed. Um, you know, if you do any other mod that has secondary speed, you basically gain one speed. So, unless that arrow has really good second secondary stats, <laughs> I would highly suggest waiting on those. So, counterpoint, the... Uh that triangle is my best offense secondary mod, the one I got tonight. But I also have two others, right? Literally, they look, they almost seem like carbon copies of each other. The other two highest offense secondary or secondary mods I have are uh, are the are two arrows, speed arrows, defense speed arrows. But one has 145 offense, and the other has 116 offense. That's not bad. So, those well, might be ones that I actually do. Actually, I I don't know that I would do those. Remember, the flat offense has only a 10% increase. So, even the one that has 140-something, you're only going to gain 14 offense. Versus, like, the offense percentage that gets tripled. Um, <clears throat> if you have a mod that has only 1% secondary offense and you take it to six dot that is basically the same increase you get on the primary offense stat of taking one from five to six dot so as great as offense uh offense primaries are that's another one that i'm probably not going to worry about you know slicing up to six star yet unless i just love all the secondaries on it and all of that stuff because i would rather slice one that has a bunch of other stats I like that only has like, you know, 1% offense that will then get tripled to be roughly the same amount. Does that well, make tell sense? Tell me what you think of this one. Okay. It is a, it's a processor. So a diamond. Yep. Health, health uh, set. And it has 1.74% offense. Ooh, that's some nice offense. That's some really nice <laughs> offense. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, 
Hard to go wrong. And it's a there. purple. Was that almost five and a quarter percent uh, offense is what it would be once sliced up? Let me check my math because I'm I brain do dead. Agree. Currently, it is on Jawa. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> so that mod once sliced to six dot. It is basically like a offense primary is right now. I mean, it's it yeah, would pretty be dang close. Five point two two percent offense. That is a ton of offense. When you're getting secondary stats that rival primary stats or are better than some primary stats, I think that's a pretty big advantage. That's that's I think pretty you've awesome. Convinced me. <laughs> I think that might be the first one. I, that that's a good choice. Uh, like I said, I but I have to I have to get it to gold first. So you never know. It might, the offense might proc going to gold too. Which would make it even better. That's a really good point, too. Uh, I've been looking at some of the mods I have, and I've found a couple blue and purple that had really good uh, offense secondaries. And, you know, those are always good candidates. You know, if I have a tiebreaker between a couple mods that I want to slice, I will generally lean towards the one that has at least two stats that I like. That way you're much less likely to be disappointed. So, like one with speed and offense percent or flat offense or whatever, you know, wherever you're just slicing them up the color tiers, not not necessarily going to uh, six star. I think my favorite part of this update is is has been the the ability to sort and uh, find mods and realize how good some mods are and how crappy the characters I have them on are. Yeah, like the fact that that mod is sitting on Java and never ever used. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of those Just instances as well. I've been really shocked with where some of my mods are placed. Uh, I figured I would save this for this part of the podcast. Um, there were there are two mods that I sliced on Treya. So one was a let's see a health a health square health set bonus square. Offense primary, obviously. That had, um, what was it? 14 speed, I think. And I was like, this would be a great candidate to slice up. So I sliced it once. Speed hit. So what do I do? I slice it again. You know what happens? Speed hits. So I have my <laughs> first mod over 20 speed, and it came out to 22. I was really happy. And then there was also a protection primary offense set bonus on her that I uh, that I sliced up, and it got to 20 speed. That might be the next one I slice, because slicing it one more time will get it to gold, and that speed could increase one more time. And <laughs> because it's protection... Imagine that 25 speed mod. Yeah, oh, fingers crossed. Imagine if that happened. <laughs> I'll let you know if it does. First thing in the morning... Actually, it Doesn't might it be. Doesn't it feel like you're playing the lottery? It kind of does. Yeah, it's really. Does it like, like like literally feels like mods 2.0 is playing the lottery? You're like, you're you know what you want, do you get it? I think it's so more like pull, slot machines. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say pull the, pull the uh, handle, let them roll. Pull the handle. Yeah, gambling is what I meant. More like slot machine. Pull the handle. Yep. Don't press the button. The button's for. You want to pull the handle. <laughs> And so off topic, okay. you've been to Vegas, right? Oh yes, many times. So you know they have those ginormous uh, slot machines. Yep. 
It always drives me crazy when people put their money in it and then press the button to spin it. I'm like, yeah, I've never understood that either. Like, that's part of the experience. You're playing a giant slot machine. Like the only reason this exists is for you to pull that lever and you press the spin button. Come on. Yep. Come on. Drive me nuts. But anyways, hard to disagree. Um, yeah. So, whenever uh, you know, I've been kind of sorting through a bunch of my mods. And like I said, I think my first candidates to take to 6R are going to be ones that are health primary because of how much of an increase they are. And uh, I don't really care about the set bonus too much as long as it's one that I'll use and good secondary stats. So I would highly suggest those be the things that people are looking at. Look at how you can improve your team with the health bonus because that is the that's the thing I love about taking the uh, the health primaries to six star is because they're so universal. They work great with Basila Sean teams. You know, even if you can't equip it on her because she's not seven star, you know, there's Grandmaster Yoda or Ezra, whatever other Jedi you're using that will get that benefit. And that kind of doubles their health pool. Be actually maybe even more than that because they get the 200% uh, protection up. So they're a great candidate. Wampa is also a great candidate because mm. the larger health pool he has, the more often he has protection up, which is plus 40% offense. That is really big. And counter, baby. Is is protection up the what gives him the counter? Uh, it ups, I believe it ups his counter. Really? I did not know that. Because when he loses protection, I, I think his counter is... Uh... Holy crap, yep. Uh, while Wampa has oh. protection up, it has plus 20% counter chance, plus 50% offense, and plus 50% tenacity. I was thinking 40% offense, but it's 50. And the, the additional yeah, so 20% So the longer you chance. have that protection up, up, the more he'll be countering. And with Sion, for example, with your team in phase two, oh, Sion yeah. hits pretty hard. So if he's taken out that protection quicker, uh, Wampa's not going to be flying back in there hitting him and you want him countering as much as possible that is a really good point yeah and um, one thing I, I heard today and I have not looked dived into it too much but I heard that with this new with the new health set bonuses that Holdo has become a really really good tank now for oh, the resistance yeah. in arena um, yep. I don't know the exact specifics of why what makes her really good, but I have heard of people fighting JTR teams in the arena recently now with Holdo in that team that could walk all over them before that now are just getting thwomped by her. So because uh, all you really need with a tank is for them to take enough hits to get your team rolling to kill people. And if Holdo's stronger and better off with this new health bonus, then uh, she's going to really up the viability of a JTR team. One thing about that, that does require the Zeta, because that's her unique ability, Quiet Confidence, in which uh, whenever another Resistance ally loses Foresight, Holdo gains taunt for, taunt for one turn and recovers 10% health. So every time someone loses Foresight, she gains 10% health. If you put a big fat stack of health on her, I mean that they they lose foresight a lot. Um, 
that could be super interesting, especially in phase one, which is another place that health primaries are going to be great. It's phase one because of Darth Nihilus only doing damage to your health and not your protection. Yeah, and then it's, um, I'm gonna I might have to switch around my arena team on my alt because I have a gear twelve, uh, seven star Holdo over there. So, oh nice. I might have to try the JTR team with the Holdo now and see how that holds up. I've been running Bastila, but holy crap, everybody, everybody. I'm in the I pl right now in my alt. I'm somewhere between. 75 and 115 at all times in arena and literally everyone in that range has a bastila led jedi team oh it's wow so annoying like i can't fight anyone because those mirror teams come down to grandmaster yoda and hoda versus grandmaster hoda and grandmaster yoda and hoda yeah and then it times out yeah like all the time for me on that account it's so annoying not good so I'm looking to find something else, and if I can get, if I can, if I can just throw a Zeta on my Holdo and put the JTR back in there and be good to go, I would love that. So it doesn't sound like a bad idea. So that is definitely. I'm gonna have to give it a try just to uh, test our little theory here uh, in a week. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so as we stated, health primary is. Probably, it is the first mod that I would suggest people start looking for. Uh, something else I want to mention real quick. Might as well go ahead and plug our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash Shattered Order. If you want to support the show, we would really appreciate it. Uh, we do giveaways. We give away gift cards every month for the people who are on there. It's pretty cheap. Two bucks a month. Jump on there. Help us out. It helps us keep doing the show. We really appreciate it. You can also get a roster randomly review. When I'm, I say Do randomly what? when I'm bored, I'll jump on there and offer to make custom avatars for people. Exactly. That's, so. that's, always a, that's always a bonus for being a Patreon. And uh, uh, something else is roster reviews. You know, we have a tier for roster reviews. And a couple of the guys that... I owe roster reviews too. Wanted to wait until the mods update came out. So I got a feeling we'll be knocking out some roster reviews here pretty quick. And that's going to be a lot of fun. I am excited. I agree. Those are always fun to listen to. Even if it's not your own roster, getting in, yeah, there's a lot of tips and tricks that come in with that. So, yeah. And that's, and you know, that's what I try to do with those is make those pretty, uh, broad as far as the scope and the idea of what you're doing and if you're a patreon uh supporter you have access to all of the previous roster reviews i've done which is really beneficial for uh you know newer players or mid-game players uh you know i've done quite a variety of them and people seem to like them so make sure you go check that out uh let's see oh so that was the reason I got on the Patreon thing was the roster reviews. So I'm sure one of those I'll probably put on the YouTube channel, make public, and you guys can check that out because that's I think it's going to be really interesting kind of digging in, just going through mods and, uh, you know, figuring, figuring out a game plan. Makes sense. Um, all right, I'm going to step away for a second and let you ramble and tell everyone what you think or what your strategy is 
or tell people what mods you've been slicing up. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nothing exciting. I think I went through my arena team on blue mods, um, looking for those 14, 15 speed mods. Uh, those are usually the ones that I put on my arena team that were blue. And so I was just trying to slice some of them. I did three. Uh, my one, I had one on Darth Nihilus that went up from 14 speed to 18 speed, which put it as one of my top mods at that point, as well as another one on Treya that went up from 13 to 17. And then the last one I did, uh, proct defense. Uh, so that was fun, but that is the that is the gambling wheel that we're talking about with these mods is when you you're hoping for one thing there's four different things that could happen you know you never know but i'd say two out of three getting what i wanted is a pretty good deal so hopefully it stays that way i mean i don't know i don't i don't think that we've ever really it'd be interesting to me to do 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 this mod slicing and write down your findings on it on what secondaries actually procced when you sliced and find out for each stat percentage and your slicing uh what the percentage of each stat going up was i'm curious if it's flat across the board or if certain ones have higher priority than others because I, the only reason i say that is because after seeing so many mod pictures today they all had the speed proc now Skewed data, probably. I don't think anyone's going to be sharing their slicing of a mod that did not slice what they wanted. So there was probably... So maybe like a lot of people sliced today and just did not share because nothing they wanted went up. Um, and so everything was skewed because the people that had their speed go up were the ones that shared. So I don't know. Maybe that's the deal. But it's... It's interesting to it would be interesting to me to see if the odds on these things are the same across the board. I assume they are. I assume that's if I ask CG, that's probably what they'd say. But uh, I don't know. It, it, it would just be an interesting experiment. And uh, I know that there are people out there listening to this that would do this. Uh, so I'm appeal. I'm, I'm I'm putting out an appeal to you out there. If you do this. And you will share the data with us. We will talk about it on the podcast. So for you, Wink, who just got back, I was talking about it would be interesting if someone uh, that was doing their slicing put down how many slices they had and uh, kept track of what secondary stat procced for them and just kind of keep a running tally of out of how many slices, what had the most uh, procs for them. You know what I mean? Interesting. I'm just, I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I'm positive that across the board, it's probably the same chance. But I'm curious yeah. to see what people's data is for themselves in in certain uh, sample sets, if you know what I mean. So. Yep, for sure. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Sounds interesting. So, we're on set bonuses, right? Yeah. So. This is the other big thing that came along with the slicing. And this factors into slicing dramatically because the set bonuses are greatly going to affect, uh, you know, what mods you may want to do. So 
across the board, the uh, health set bonus doubled from 5% to 10%. Defense went from only being 5% now to 25%. Critical chance went from 5 to 8%. Offense went from 10 to 15%. Potency went from 10 to 15%. Tenacity went from 10 to 20%. So, I I really kind of think that this is probably going to start making tenacity and potency factor a lot more into things in this game. With, uh, you know, getting... I mean, you can get 60% tenacity just from your set bonuses... You could only get 45% on potency. So you're going to have a little bit of an advantage there. And I, I really kind of think that this gives us an opportunity to look at all of our mod sets and really focus in on especially those uh, the two mod set bonuses because the... Crit damage and speed were not changed. But you need something to go along with those if you're still using it. Because I still think they're probably two of the best. If not mm -hmm. the best. And you want to focus on being able to complete those sets. Just because it's so much more of an advantage. Now before the 5% health, it's not that big of a difference. It wasn't worth giving up speed to make sure you got that set bonus. With it being 10% now... I am a lot more likely to sacrifice a little bit of speed to get that set bonus than I was previously. So, something that I found interesting uh, now that these mod set bonuses changed, uh, you might remember this from a, a while ago, but I, within the span, this is probably like eight or nine months ago, within the span of about six hours, I bought two mods, both of them tenacity sets. Yeah. Uh, one was a square and one was a cross. And the, so the cross procced to 20 speed. Woo! The square procced to 18 speed. And at that time, those were my two highest speed mods. Now, at that time, tenacity set really didn't feel that great because it was tenacity. Yep. Um, but think of, think of it this way now, okay? The tenacity cross that procced to 20 was also a tenacity primary. So that's 24%. Interesting. Use that use that with the the 18 speed square. So now you've got 20% plus the 24%. With two mods I gain uh 44% tenacity. Wow. Where so before I didn't think that that uh that set was was very good. Now with these changes, it makes it feel a lot better. Oh yeah. You know. Throw that four, two mods to get 44% tenacity when you already have some decent tenacity on some characters already. It, 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 it can make a world of a difference. And I'm actually happy to have those uh, and not worried that tenacity was the primary. Of course, it could have been something better, but even still, in an in a arena or territory battle where freaking debuffs are everywhere it's nice to be able to not get them sometimes yeah for so. sure and especially if you're going against darth nihiluses and stuff you know you get the hard percent cooldown increase if you're debuffed so mm -hmm. that's that's really important to have uh you definitely want to make sure that you're kind of not getting those and that's definitely gonna make a difference yeah for sure so uh 
what set bonuses here are you kind of focusing on? Are there any of these that you are more concerned about finding good mods for, or no? As far as slicing up. Slicing up, uh, I'm actually pretty stoked about the health change. Yep. Only because those assault battles have so many health mods that we've been given. Yeah, they so do. So I have tons of health mods with good speed on them. So having a good increase to the set bonus on health mods just increased the value of those mods even more. Yep. And so um, I already thought they were value because of the speed they had on them. But now it's not a liability as much with health in with health on the primary yep. or on the set bonus because of the bonus. And especially that's the case on those characters that give out those uh, protection up buffs. So like... Treya, I have some health mods on her. I won't lie. Oh, I yeah. Like, she gets protection I, I up. Like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Or Grandmaster Yoda. Yep. I think my my highest speed mod on my alt account is a 24 speed mod Whew. with no slicing. And that thing is a health primary and not a problem because it sits on my Grandmaster Yoda. He throws out protection up. It's beautiful. Heck, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad at all. Uh, so. you so you have seven star nest gear twelve pretty much maxed. You're not yes. using her in arena, correct? I am not. I'm pretty much not using her for anything except territory wars. You know, if you were to go ahead and get a mod up to six star, a health primary, and throw that on nest, I, I can't imagine how annoying she would be. You know, because she has that health steal, you would there would become a point where you would almost have to annihilate her, because whenever she she recovers that much health and has that big of a health pool, whew, I mean that's yeah crazy. Yeah, that's literally the only reason I don't use her right now is because I'll probably move back. See, this is the this is the investment on Ness that I have. Okay, and this is why I like having her is because. She's a character that's going to fit in arena teams for a long time. Right now, in the Sith meta, I don't think she fits anymore. Because everyone I fight with a nest after I took mine out is easy. Because she's not doing anything to hurt me. Because if she's jumping out there and taking away turn meter, that means their Nihilus goes first. And then my Nihilus goes second, which usually means I get to annihilate first. And so it actually helps me. And then in the end, I just annihilate her and ignore her the rest of the time. So yep. it works out well. But the thing with her is the more you can make her harder to kill, I think in future metas, she's still going to be a plug-and-play type of character like Thrawn or you know any of those characters that you... Or General Kenobi that you throw in a team to help make them work even better. So I love having her. I might not be using her now, but I will definitely be using her in the future in other teams. So that's the best part about it. And being able to use health mods, health set bonuses on her to make her even stronger for future metas will be really good. I I can imagine. So. <laughs> um, and after, I think, I, I don't know if I said this last week. I am so I, glad I'm not having to farm that, that fleet node. Oh, I can imagine. I, I'm glad it's... Oh! It's back to eight attempts, though, so that's going to save I was about to say, of speaking of fleet nodes, we said hard nodes are up to eight. Well, if you read the in-game message, it said hard 
They said dark side and light side hard nodes. It did not even mention fleet, but fleet hard nodes are eight attempts as well. So yeah, um, which is I was pleasantly surprised to see that. Yep, so me too. My Lando grind is even more, even better because most days I have to find something to spend fleet energy on after my hard nodes. So and so th- this is a good kind of detouring point for just crystal management in general because like you're trying to get prepared for very hinted at upcoming legendary events mm-hmm. there are all these characters you have to farm they just went back to eight nodes which means three ad- three free additional attempts so you're not gonna be able to farm as many characters as you were before with uh you know the s- same amount of crystals It makes refreshing a lot more efficient. So, and that's that's not even considering the new mod energy. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, as far as crystal management, even I'm a little lost. Like, I hate, like, I want to finish Kira and do Cantina. I kind of need to do refreshes and fleet. So that I can farm Nest and Lando. But they're really making it difficult with the temptation to start refreshing these hard nodes. And also with the mod energy. Because I'm obviously spending the 350 crystal refreshes on mod energy. Why wouldn't I? Everybody should. Um, I mean, you should have 300 crystals that you spend every single day, if you can, on mod energy and regular energy. Uh, They're just... I mean, they're such good bargains in general, but... I really wish that... Um, I know why they did it, but I really wish that mod energy went towards your daily 600. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing as we talk, they talked about It would never, ever be a problem to get people to do their 600 if, even, if fleet or mod energy went towards this. And that's why they didn't the do fact, it. I mean, it's not that difficult to get your 600 what does it anyway. Hurt? How, but what does it hurt? That's my problem. Well, because there's a, what the, there's a certain level of engagement they want for you to get your 30,000 tickets. Um, yeah, but I mean, you're... I think people will hit that either way. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just... They should. I really... I, I, mm, I don't know. Yeah. I guess every guild across the world would get 30k every day if those all counted. Yes. And maybe that's the problem. Yep. I don't know. But so, for me, tracking that every day and asking people to do that, the two or three that are left over and don't didn't realize they didn't hit it that day, just if it, like the guy that's at 596, like come on. Yeah, if, if, he used seven hundred energy on mods today, but he's at five ninety six. Um, I don't know. the The fact that they did, uh, you know, they mentioned before that mod salvage is also going to be in raid shipments. That's kind of what made me think of this was the raid tickets. So that is an update. Raid that, shipments? Or you mean raid rewards? Raid rewards. Excuse me. Gotcha. Uh, and what do you think it's going to be? By the way, I think it'll be the gold stuff. And maybe, I think it'll be, you'll get some of the gold stuff, and then you'll get some of the purple stuff. 
I think it'll be gold stuff, and I think there's a chance that that's where they'll put the new gold stuff that'll be coming. Um, so the Sith Triumvirate raid has been out since February. I would not be surprised yes. for us to get something, you know, you know, because a year is a is quite a while to go without like a new game mode. I mean, they did redo ships and they worked on that a while, but I wouldn't be surprised to see either a new game mode or a territory war revamp or something along those lines and start rewarding mod salvage or, you know, upper tier mod salvage to then slice six star mods. I think we will start seeing that at some point. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure going forward. Yeah, I had a thought earlier this week, and I know that's been a lot of marquee lately. The amount of updates lately has been out of control. Like, not out of control yeah. in a bad way, like, in a good way. Yeah, for sure. Especially for us content creators, you know. There's always something to talk about in this game. There's always something going on. I have, I love the pace that we've seen in the last four or five months. Now, granted, a lot of it's been marquee characters, and that's kind of tough. Uh, it would ease the pain a little bit if they weren't on hard nodes after they came to the game, but uh, there's been a lot of really good stuff to talk about. And I have a feeling... That is that is not stopping, the till at the before the end of this year. Oh no! I mean, they've been pumping stuff out every couple of months. I mean, we had the Sith raid. Then shortly after that, what three months later, we had ships. Three months later, we get the mods. Uh, you know, three months from now, what is we're at the beginning of September. So maybe what December, January. Uh, we might start getting something else, maybe some legendary events or something like that. Because it seems like that's kind of the path they like to be on is the every three months thing. So cross your fingers. My fingers are crossed. As long as they don't release it in the next week. Yeah, that would be a big problem, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm, sh I'm almost positive that somehow we're going to get information on a legendary while I'm gone and don't know it. That would actually be really funny. I missed the ships update <laughs> while I was out of town, so. Yeah, beautiful. It, that's the, maybe it's a good omen for everyone out there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say, I don't feel bad for you, but. <laughs> All right, so uh, oh. I don't know if you have a sounder for the next part. Um, no, I don't. I do. You ask the questions, we got the answers. You ask the questions, we got the answers. You ask the questions, we got the answers. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. I like it. All right, so third week in a row, we got four questions. The last one uh, from Prana. I see a lot of people I wanna, wanna do, see us discuss it, but uh, we're gonna go through these last four and then, uh, then we'll hit some trivia. So if you are Planning to play trivia with us, make sure that you have the Kahoot app on your phone. Uh, go, it's K-A-H-O-O-T. Find it in the Android store or the Apple store. I'm sorry for those of you with a Microsoft Windows phone. I don't know if it's on there. So, But at least Android and Apple, you can get the Kahoot app and you can play trivia with us when we get there. But for now, we're going to finish up the Q&A questions that we got a few weeks ago, and uh, yeah, should be fun. Sweet. So, 
First question from Darth Big Dog. What do you think comes next after the current Sith meta? Bastil is okay, but Jedi are still easy to beat due to lack of offense. Maybe Jedi Luke to punch up the Jedi team. Well, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously going to have to be a new character, and I think Jedi Luke would be a pretty good solution, but, you know, whenever we sit... Oh, this was something else. Did you see the uh, the artwork on one of the game update things? I think it was from the Google store. Mm-mm. That had... Um, oh, Voss from solo movie and someone else next to him did oh so that picture was from what was that from force arena oh that's was from that force, force arena. arena okay yeah well never mind some people took that as a swaga but no that was quinlan not quinlan voss but uh drayden voss from uh solo solo yeah and okay. some kind of empire something or other well that doesn't really detour my point too much um we're we're gonna see a character that is probably a legendary character that's probably what's gonna take to kind of move treya away and move on to something else um and i I do i hope it's what were you about to say i said oh we have dueling points then oh okay (laughs) go ahead I don't. I don't think your point's wrong. I think a legendary is probably a good chance to shake up the meta as well. I think that a general grievous rework is going to shake up the meta, and I think that the droids are going to make their way back into the meta. Ooh, interesting. Because I have a feeling, and even if it wasn't general grievous, if magically we got a C three PO that worked with Ewoks and was needed for Jedi Luke, that could. That could shake up the meta. Yeah. Um, I don't see that one happening as much as a General Grievous rework. General Grievous is an amazing character from the prequels. One of the more interesting ones. Some, I remember when the game came out and he wasn't in the game and everyone was pining for him to come to the game and he finally did and he was terrible. <laughs> everyone's been waiting for him. One of the hardest characters to get in the game for the longest time. And the only reason everyone has him is... Not everyone, but a lot of people have him at seven stars now is because he got added to the fleet store and it yep. made it easier to get him. And so one of the hardest characters to get, really good Star Wars character, really terrible in-game. Um, everyone, a lot of people back in the day were droid players. Really oh, want yeah, to see that sure. droid meta come back. And I know from interviews back in the day that a lot of CG players were also droid people. So... I'm really hoping that uh, in the meantime, while we're farming for these legendaries and a hero's journey-like event, that uh, we'll get a General Grievous rework that brings the droids back into the meta. That would be my guess, and that would be what I want. So Interesting. But if I... So, but we've seen a lot of metas lately where... Multiple teams can be good, right? So I wouldn't even be surprised if Grievous got a rework and then like three weeks later a legendary came out that shook the meta again. So two teams were good again that weren't Sith. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh. exactly. I think my voice is starting to go. All right. Well, we should talk more then. I've, That'll help. I've probably literally coughed 7,000 times. That mute button is working for you. I need to get mine. Yeah, I, I like the heck out of this thing. It is quite nice. Glad I have it today. <laughs> I need that thing, for sure. Uh, all right, so next one. With Kira being easily accessible, now were some other good free-to-play characters to run with her specifically for Territory War? That's my boy Airmech from Dagobah in the Republic. Love Dagobah. Just saying. Sounds like a great place. It is. The swamp people are just great. I love them. Nice. But uh, with Kira being... uh, There's a Kira team. Okay. Um, There's a video, and I don't remember which YouTuber made it, for Kira, that Kira and Nest could take out an entire Treya team. Was it a Treya team? Well, I don't know. I don't think I saw that. Bastila team. Really? Interesting. I, you'd have, I, I really need to find the video, but it, it is basically a Kira lead and a Nest took out an entire team. And I think it was either a Treya or a Basila team. So that would be my guess. If you can get it to work, that would be the best use of Kira. Um, because if you can get a four-star Nest and a seven-star Kira to take out an entire hard defense team in Territory Wars, that's probably your best use of her, in my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'll have to ask Nate Ball from our guild. He has tried it. He couldn't get the mods correct to get it to work, but uh, he should know who the video is and what the team is that they fight. So that would be my recommendation. But I'm recommending that without knowing the video or the team they fight against. But there is a team with Nest and Kira lead that can take out an entire team. Interesting. Uh, all right, next questions from Wampa with an O. Uh, when do you think a full Jedi pass is coming? Um, I, I don't know that we're going to get a full Jedi faction pass. I mean, we might. I hope we do. That would be great. But It's a travesty that it did not actually happen. That, that is true, because there's some really bad Jedi. It'd be nice to give... They are still like... Imagine a Bastille team or a general... or gen- Grandmaster Yoda team where you had options. That would be nice, yeah. There's, what, 30-something Jedi, but when you use a Jedi team, there's like six options. Pretty much. Imagine a world where you could use a Kit Fisto or a Plo Koon or a anything, any of those other Jedi that uh, are underused. I, I just really wish they would and it just sucks because Jedi are such a central faction to the entire Star Wars universe that just don't get used. Now, with Bastila and Grandmaster Yoda, they have resurged a little bit. But even still, it's the same old Jedi. It's not anything new. Like, maybe people are using Ayala a little bit more. Like, I've seen some Bastila yeah. teams with Ayala in it. But Kit Fisto, all those guys that are just bad need rework bad mace needs his fourth rework please yeah yeah definitely <laughs> he's he's not very good um Je- jedi knight anakin still needs a rework too maybe they'll rework him and give us uh order 66 anakin sometime soon that would be nice uh but jedi knight oh, anakin's actually please. 
he's still not too bad because of the, uh, you know, when you drop below the 50% health, how he gains turn meter. I've used him in a few different comps in the raid where I kind of got into a loop with him that was pretty interesting. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Yeah. All right, well, I'll ask this last one from Prana. Um, he asked it in general chat, I think, and it was such an interesting question. I had to throw it in the Q&A for us to talk about on the podcast. But let me read this, and then we can talk about it. So he said, listening to your last podcast during your discussion about the longevity of the game, Wink was thinking of some new game mode that could keep challenging elder players. This is my idea. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes needs a mode like Arena in Hearthstone. Do you know the one? I do know the one, and I that's why I thought this was so interesting. Have you ever played Hearthstone? I don't believe so. Okay. So it's a draft where you can construct your deck based on selections from random options and get prizes based on how well you do. Similarly, in Swugga, you could start this mode by selecting a team one character at a time from five random character draws. You're shown five random characters and you choose one. Repeat five times to make a team. Each character's max and not the on- the one in your collection. So it's a max character, not yours from your own collection, but like but like the ones you get in marquee events or other events where it's get a character is given to you and maxed out. Um Mods might be suggested sets with random values adding to the RNG. You then battle with your crafted team against other teams similarly created. It's over when you lose three times or with 12 wins. Each win gets you increase in rewards. Each time you win the next battle, you face teams with similar record. There's no time limit and can be done whenever. There may just be an entry fee or some currency. You don't keep the characters, only the rewards. This mode would reward knowledge and the ability to... Knowledge and ability and would even be an even playing field for new corners, newcomers and veterans alike. What do you think? The only thing I don't like about this is not using your own characters. I think if they were to do something like this where you got to use your own characters, it's almost tournament-like, but just a little bit looser as far as when you can do it and everything. I think that would be super, super cool. I, I, I think... Okay, first off, I've played Hearthstone. I know the mode, and the mode is really fun. And it's really rewarding if you can get wins. And it really boils down. Because in that game, you have to pick... I think it's a 30-card deck. You have to build a 30-card deck just by selecting random cards from random draws that are given to you. You build your deck and then you play it and you have to keep winning. You have to, 12 wins is the max. Or if you lose three times, you're out. It would be really cool in this game to be to build a five-man team of random characters given to you. Um, that, first, that first pick would be super vital, right? So depending on what you got with that first pick would define the rest of the picks. Um, yeah. It's an awesome game mode idea. The only reason I don't see it working is because you'd have to find a way to monetize it because this is a game based on money so how what's the entry fee is it crystals is it if it's credits 
they're not going to be making any money off the game mode because everything would be maxed that's out. You true. wouldn't have to do anything to max them out. Um, so that's where your side comes into this, I think, that make it actually work, is if you used your own characters. Um, it, it's, it's a f- super fun game mode in that game. It would be fun in this game. I think the only reason the way it would work with the way CG works is if you used your own characters. But yeah. I would totally play it. Even if it was like 50 crystals once a day to enter this game mode and play it for that day. You know what I mean? You don't have to play it. It's not a daily. You don't have to do it. But it's there for you to spend 50 crystals on to play. And it would be super fun. I really, really liked this idea uh, when he brought it up. So that's why I want to talk about it. So Something else you could do is like have entry tickets into the tournament be prizes for you know top of arena or stuff like that and that would help incentivize people as far as finishing the top or you know doing better in arena or you know something like that or maybe territory war you could make you could have tickets be part of territory war that would make guilds care a lot more about winning you know if you're getting free tickets in or something. That's something else they should do is add mod salvage to Territory War. You know, give uh, give guilds a little bit more incentive to, uh, to, to care, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Because sometimes you run into those guilds that phone it in in the first two hours. Yep. And you <laughs> clear board, and they cleared three of your guys, and you're like, oh, I guess they don't like Territory Wars. Yeah, no kidding. They just like their two mods, their two Zetas from losing. I mean, who doesn't? Which is fine. Those are great days for us. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So stress-free. That is definitely but, true. Well, yeah. well, that covers the Q&A portion of the show. Um, we're trying to keep this one a little bit shorter because of your vacation and stuff and because of what whatever the hell is going on with me. Um <laughs> We don't know. I feel like it's, it's a lot of coughing and dying, and I feel like death, just man. That, I'm not even kidding. We just hope that there's a host for the Shattered Order podcast <laughs> next week. That's where that's, we're at right now. That's that's totally true. So, I was hoping to be a little <laughs> bit more lively tonight. It just wasn't able to happen. But um, I'm going to be looking into doing a video this weekend and cover everything with mods in a nice, concise, to the point video. So. Uh, make sure you go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash shattered order pod. Go there and, you know, make sure you subscribe so you get videos whenever we post videos. Really important. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Leave us reviews. Um, <clears throat> as you guys know, we do read the reviews and we do take them to heart. Uh, you know, whenever someone comes up with a good idea like Kahoot. We try to implement it. You know, we want to make the show better, make it more enjoyable for you guys to listen to. So uh, we always appreciate feedback. So I don't want to type this out. I actually want to answer it on the stream because it's easier just to type out. So Venom Chosen 920 asked a question in chat and he said, Do you think these changes will make it easier for new players like me? Also, should I farm Phoenix Squad? To answer your first question, Something we didn't talk about earlier with mods is that mod challenges were changed. Mod challenges no longer require factions to farm the mod of your choice. That's true. So you don't need Jawas anymore to get crit damage. Yep. 
Crit damage mods are some of the best ones. You had to have five Jawas at five stars to even get them. They, you don't have that anymore. They are the best set for the raids. Like, if you're trying to tackle Heroic Sith, I mean, crit damage mods are what you need. That's your damage output. That's how you get those really big, nice runs. Yeah, so as far as new players go, this I think this was done in a lot of ways to help you guys understand mods better. Um, uh, a be an easier way when you're newer to build uh, better mods for yourself. Um, so overall, I think that mods will be easier for newer players this way. Um, so, yeah. And then the other part to that, if you... As far as Phoenix Squad goes, we had a lot of characters released since we started telling people to farm Phoenix Squad, but I would still say that I think Phoenix Squad is worth farming. Oh, yes. Because you're still going to get Palpatine, and you're still going to get Thrawn from them. Yeah. And there's still a strong arena team in the early game. So and I would say still farm Phoenix. I would say that mods will be much easier than they used to be for new players because of the looser restrictions 100%. and uh, more detail on what you need to do as a new player with mods. So Something else to not definitely forget think it'll help you. is, um, you know, Ezra is, he's a Jedi. He's one of the best attacking Jedi in the game. Sabine has the armor shred, which is great in the raids. Uh, it's not like you're you're you would be farming some characters that aren't useful. Their ships are really good. The Phantom Two, uh, as Moss Defisley put in the uh, live chat, amazing ship. I use it in my fleet arena, and two of the two of the pilots are Sabine and Ezra, probably the two best Phoenix characters. So I definitely think that they are. Uh, you know, they're still a pretty high priority in my opinion. Yep, for sure. Totally agree. So cool. I definitely love Phantom Two and ships. Getting that reinforcement ability on her to bring her in and bring another one in. Indeed. Nice. Totally. Play Adam Sandler. Um, yes, Elton Blues. I accidentally opened iTunes over <laughs> over Wink's face. Wow. Oh, thank you. So I don't look that. So I if don't you don't watch sick, Twitch. Do I? Like, and if you don't, and if Wink, if I, I have it set so a corner of my screen, it, it, it captures that corner of the screen. And I pressed something on my headphones when I was putting my hat back on that opened iTunes. So like nice. half of my, half of my playlists were showing up over your face. And so that's not good. Apparently Adam Sandler was in there. Um, all right. So one last, it was probably the goat. One last thing before we jump into trivia. Uh, you know, if you're an Amazon Prime member, we would really appreciate it if you would go create a Twitch account and go sub. It is free. It costs nothing. And you get to sub to the show, which financially helps us out. And it enters, uh, enters you to win a $30 gift card every single month. Every single month we do that. So uh, if you got that Amazon Prime, put it to good use. Uh, you could be getting extra 30 bucks a month off having it. Just go sub to the Shattered Order, uh, twitch.tv slash Shattered Order. Which pays for over a third of uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> exactly. I believe. Yeah. At least the old price. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot it went up. Nice. All right. You ready? I'll take that as Always a Always ready. 
It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. All right. Are you ready for this? Sweet music. I'm always ready. I, I, I don't know why the music gives me fuss every single time. <laughs> I, I don't know either. It's very annoying. I don't, also don't know why your head's being cut off by my... Uh... There we go. I fixed you. I fixed you. Your head is now no longer half gone. Yay, that's exciting. So there you go. All right. So, so what is the... Uh... Shadow Trivia this week... Oh, sorry. Ask your question and then I'll Well, ask. go ahead. I was going to ask you what the pin is for this week on Kahoot. Oh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. This week's trivia is inspired by the fact that crit damage mods no longer require Jawas for anyone. Yay. So, apparently that means we're going to be asked questions about Jawas. And uh, if you're like me, you don't remember anything about Jawas. So, this will be great. Yeah, it's it's been a while since I used them as well, so. So I have my two devices ready to go. One to ask questions and one to actually answer them. I t- completely destroyed you last week. I'm hoping that that trend stays, but uh, I not ha- don't have high hopes. So, we'll so let- what did you end up in the uh, what did you end up in the standings last week? Let, let's let's go to that. Um, I'm trying to find it you know what let me just tell the standings the top five that would be nice for the people that play this game with us here your okay. name mentioned at the top right yeah so, sure uh one of the leaders of the empire thrawn had the highest score last week at seven seven two five seven hundred seven thousand seven hundred and twenty five points pretty dang good score second was zailbot of course zail third was boba fettywop what a name. <laughs> That's an amazing name. Fourth was Wipez Trench, and five was Speak Imp. I ended up 16. I know when we ended the show, I was number one, and I just watched my score drop over the next week. It was crazy. 50, let's see, 55 people took the quiz yep. this week, and I wound up 16, so I don't feel too bad about it. Well, Where did you wind up? I ended up 29 out of 15. But I will tell you the thing that I found most interesting out of this entire thing. Question number eight last week. Time to separate the pack. Which Han is fastest? Young Han, Vet Han, Stormtrooper Han, or Raid Han? Two percent of people. I think that's one person. One person got Veteran Han. Everyone yeah, else one. missed it. Literally one out of everyone. Got that is right. crazy. Whoever you are, caps off to you. I'm impressed. Just so, just baffling. <laughs> All right, so tell us what that sweet, sweet game code is for this week. All right, so the pin for this week is zero nine eight six six five five zero nine eight six six five five. All right, get your Kahoot app, punch that pin in, hit accept, 
It'll be up for seven days, people. Seven days. So until Thursday. Next Thursday. Uh, you ready? Alright, I'm going to ask the first question, and then we'll go from there. Alright, sounds good. Alright, six questions. Here we go. First question. One Jawa has a leadership that is useful for non-Jawas. Which is it? And... Let's go. Alright. What? I got I got it. I didn't. No? The 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 answers you could have given were idiot. Jawa Scavenger, Jawa Engineer, Jaws, and Death Chip. Ugh. I think that meant Jawa. Yeah. Not Jaws, yeah. but yeah. And the correct answer was Thatcha. Thatcha. That's why he is used in the uh, um, Brotini team yep. in Heroic AAT Phase 1. He used to be pretty good for that against yep. against droids. I put Jawa Engineer. I was thinking droids and clearly I'm sick. All right. Next question. All right. Next question. Which Jawa can be used to apply thermals without taking an action? Ooh. Next. Ooh, interesting. The options are... Oh no, I are clicked the wrong thing! Engineer, Scavenger, Dacha, or Chief Nebet. What did you put? I clicked Engineer meaning to click Scavenger. That's not good. Since, no, the, since the correct answer is Scavenger, which is what I picked. Yeah, it's Scavenger is the obvious one. <coughs> yeah, you gotta be careful about these. Make sure you hit the right spot on the phone. How many points did you get for that? 993. So you're up by two on me, even since I hit the wrong nice. answer. Nice. Alright, what is question number three? All right, question number three. Under Chief Nebit lead, Jawas and droids can inflict what debilitating debuff if they crit? Next. Ooh. The options are isolate, defense down, ability block, and crit chance down. Dan, what is your answer? I chose crit chance down. That is the correct answer. I did not choose crit chance down, so I did not get that one right. Did you pick isolate? No, I picked defense down. <laughs> defense down would have been the sarcastic answer for sure, and I thought about clicking on it. Yeah. Uh, very tempting. <laughs> God, I'm doing terrible. Azrael is right. killing it so far. Oh, God. Yeah, he is. Holy smokes. Yeah. All right. Question number four. All right. Question four. Which Jawa has the highest damage output on basic and stop laughing? Next. And the options are Scavenger, Dathcha, Jawa, and Chief Nebit. 
Dan, what is your answer? I picked Jawa. I picked Jawa, Jawa as well. And we got that one correct. Sweet. Hopefully Azriel <clears throat> got it wrong. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Can't, <laughs> can't beat us at our own game. Come on. Uh, question number five. <laughs> All right, question five. This Jawa has one in 1,024 chance to stun and ability block all five droid enemies. Next. Uh. God dang it. Uh, the options are Engineer, Nebet, Dacha, and Jawa. I chose Dacha. I did not choose Dacha. <laughs> I saw by you were throwing your phone down that that was not your choice. Uh, this is not good. We only have one question left. Question number six. Question six. Are you ready? Yep. You ready for that last one? Indeed. All right, last Let's question. This Jawa has the longest and most prominent place in the meta that a Jawa will ever have. Next. The options are Jawa, Engineer, Scavenger, and Dacha. And Dan, what did you select? Engineer. That is what I selected as well. Whew. Not, not too good. Azriel um, <clears throat> must have uh, skipped the last three questions because, or hasn't got to them. That is a good point. Well, it has reds. It's it's half green, half red. I think he's finished. Ooh, interesting. Joker, Elton, and that's a good point. Ouch. You. So, God, I'm terrible at this. And so I am number one at the end of trivia on the podcast. We'll see where I end up next at the uh, at the end. Uh, Okay. Next time. Let's make sure that we write down our scores for the last two of these so that uh, oh yeah, we're keeping score of our season scores here. Yep. And Because uh, right now I think it, I'm wrecking you. Yeah, I think you are. It's, it's really not very close at all. I kind of thought that it might be less exciting and a lot easier with just four multiple choice questions. <laughs> no. It has no. been for me. <laughs> it's... It's quite difficult. Ugh. I love this. I, so far, one every week. I Let's keep nice. doing this forever. That's definitely fun. <laughs> I like the interaction, getting to see what all of our listeners do. That way, all you guys have been talking trash about how you would beat us at trivia. Now you can put your money where your mouth is and improve it. We like that. Yeah, 25 people beat you last week. On that note, we're going to sign off. <laughs> alright everybody thanks for hanging out with us uh, I'll be gone next week on a cruise to the Bahamas so but there will be week, somebody will be here. somebody will be with me I don't know who yet um, next week's gonna be fun I have suggestions for lookalikes uh, if you're, you're interested who Ryan Rosillo <laughs> that would be pretty awesome yeah Ryan Rosillo that'd be some good publicity ESPN will be on the podcast next week that would be hilarious if that guy plays this game, you have to get him off. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> awesome. I wonder if there's anyone famous that listens to our podcast. Oh, that would be cool, yeah. right? 
Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, that hey, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know why that was the first name that came to mind. I mean, I don't see J-Law as a uh, Star Wars fan, but hey, you never know. Hey, she could be in the uh, new series from the Game of Thrones guys. Who knows? Oh, there you go. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. thanks for hanging out, everybody. It was fun, and uh, I will catch you guys next week. GMP will be back in two weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Later.